Hello, everybody. Hello, good evening. Slime coffees be upon you. Hello, everybody. Hi, I'm Sarah Saleh. This is Shaheen. Thank you so much for joining us today. On the, this is the first episode. I'm super excited of Sisters Mean Business. Um, Sisters Mean Business is a. Um, oh, sorry, I've got a bit of feedback coming back there. Sorry, I hope it's a bit better now. The feedback. So um, Sisters Mean Business is a new project that I've started up for podcasts um, and it's going to be a series of interviews, stories with some of the people that I'm friends with um, and other bit fellow business owners, activists, charity workers. So yeah, we've got a lot of people coming on. I've got about 12 weeks worth scheduled at the moment. So let's see how it goes. But today I've got my for the first ever podcast. I've got um, <clears throat> joined here by my very good friend and fellow mum in business, Shaheen. How are you, Shaheen? Alhamdulillah, Assalamualaikum ladies. Good evening or good morning, wherever you're watching from and what time you're watching this. It is a pleasure to be here, Sarah. Thank you so much. And I absolutely love your mission. Um, what you're what you're doing it's absolutely incredible it's just putting women together mumpreneurs entrepreneurs all together at the same time it is beautiful thank you so i see we've got some guys we've got some people joining us already so hi guys make sure you give us a comment in the comments if you're watching it in replay hashtag replay share it with your friends this is only going to stay up for 48 hours after that it's going to be on replay in youtube and on anchor as well via podcast so make sure you watch it guys and share 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 as well so thanks for joining me shaheen so how have you been okay i've been good i've been good i've been catching up on gilmore girls this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've watched gilmore girls but you know it's about school now aren't they so yeah yeah that's yeah, no i've had a bit that's of a Ooh, weak. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know, a bit calming down. You've had good things happen to you. You're a new mom again, so of course you need to take time out. But for us, um, having run businesses at home, the time when Zara comes back from school is really, really mm -hmm. precious for us. So that is, I don't work in that time. So that is us sitting down, chilling out, having something to eat, and vegging out, watching something. So at the moment, it is Gilmore Girls. So, so yes. tell us a little bit more about yourself, because obviously everybody else doesn't know you. I know you really well. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit more about how you started out. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I come from a corporate background. So I was in a corporate law firm and I'd been there. It was my first ever interview. I was late for the interview because the silly people took me, showed me the wrong way. Back then there wasn't no <laughs> you know, mobile phones. So I've been there. For, I was there for over 20 years. So um, I was late for the interview, but I did get it. And it was my first ever job. And I think... That says a lot about the person that I am. When I find something, I stick with it. Um, so I was there for over 20 years and I absolutely love the job. So I always say um, that I left a job that I love and I really did. You know, it was very comfortable for me. It was only 35 minutes from my front door to my chair. So it was very convenient mm. in, in every sense um, that there could be. However, it was just one thing. When I had my uh, daughter, because I had her whilst I was still employed there, I just felt like I was missing out. And I mean, I remember one day where my mum phoned me and I was a receptionist there, so I was head receptionist there. And uh, she said to me that Zara had taken her first steps. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad, you know, she was with my mum and she got yeah. to experience that with my mum. But I, at the same time, it really killed me because I wasn't there, I wasn't present. You yeah. know, it's not like I gave birth 
handed her over and off she went. Um, so I missed out as well as that, as well as a lot of other things. I missed out on a lot of sports days, you know, Christmas events, anything that, you know, is associated with school. I missed out on a lot of that. Um, and to me, you know, you obviously you can't take back time. You can't make up that time. But I, it got to a point where I just felt like I had to do something. Um, I needed to leave the law firm and I didn't know how because I didn't want to go into another job. Um, but they, as they always say, you know, when you're looking for something, you put it out there and the universe somehow delivers it to you. So I found myself um, working in network marketing. So I joined a business and within three months of literally putting my head down and going to work, I was, I topped my income there. So I resigned. Three months later, I was joined in September. In January, that's amazing. So, I think that's so, when we met. I think we met around that time. It was like probably. late 2018, right? Yeah, I think we met around 2018, yeah. sort of back end when I was starting out my business. Yeah, and I think we met through networking, didn't we? Yes, I remember we met through some networking groups and stuff like that. And then I remember I think we met up at a we were both networking event leaders. We met at, um, we met in face to face, didn't we? Then so yes. we were kind of starting on that journey. And I remember you telling me, and I was like, I remember thinking, wow, this is amazing, so inspirational. Like she's left a job in like twenty years. That's a long time, Shaheen. It is. how dedicated you are as well to something. You know that does that is giving giving credit, but that is a really that's a long time to be in a job. Definitely, yeah. It is. It is. And to I give mean, that up is a big step. I think. Yeah. Step. I mean, in my life, I've only ever had two paid jobs. You know, and as a <laughs> housewife, that's kind of free, isn't it? Being a mum, you only get paid for that. Yeah. But, um, I've only ever like when I was at college, I worked with my father in an electrical store, and then um, I had this job and. You know, you know, the, the thing is, is I, I always say to people is take the leap of faith, you know, when you get to the point where you really, really want something, take the leap of faith, you know, um, I was really respected there, I was really loved there, um, the managing partner actually sat, I sat her down, I took her for coffee actually in Pret-a-Marger, so for those that know Holborn, there's a little Pret-a-Marger, that's where I worked right there, opposite the church. So I took her out, we had a coffee, and I kind of, she knew what I was, you know, I've yeah. never taken her out for coffee. <laughs> and um, she was like, everyone keeps talking about your Facebook, I want to see it. So I sat there, you know, she's 60-something, and I'm showing her Facebook. <laughs> she didn't have a clue. So I was showing her, that, you know, what this is and the potential of what network marketing has to offer. Mm. And she was like, you know what, you know, I've got something to say to you. When I was offered an opportunity, when I first met her, when I joined 20 years ago, she was on the verge of actually starting her own independent law firm, but chose to go with a company because it was just convenient. You know, there's less issues, less problems and whatever that comes with owning your own business. Yeah. And she said to me, just go for it. Just, just yeah. go for it. Just go for it. But if anything goes wrong, just know that whilst I'm still here, there'll always be something for you. And oh, I was that's like, so that's nice. So free. Yeah. That really nice. And I was like, that's so sweet. But once I close the door, I've, I've closed the door, you know. So, um, yeah, so it's just been an incredible whirlwind. Um, so, yes, I am in um, I work from home now and I help other people achieve an income on the side as well. So um, I also do something else as well. <laughs> Multiple income streams. Well, it's just, that's what it's all about, isn't it? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, I think that's absolutely amazing. I mean, I know what it's like. It's really, really difficult to put yourself out there and really difficult to just take that plunge. 
and I have I speak to people daily all the time and it can be from something really big you know investing twenty thousand pounds for them into a into a business or it can be something as small as you know posting on Facebook it everyone we all have our own little battles but you really just have to take the plunge you just have to sometimes take that risk and I think obviously for yourself as well I mean 20 years comfortable in a business you could have stayed there till retirement I you know going, like you know and you know <laughs> as, you, as your daughter got older you probably would have progressed somewhere else and done something but you obviously took that chance and that was absolutely amazing you know that you've done that as well but it's also given you the opportunity because you've been able to do a lot of volunteering work now as well haven't you I have and that's the one thing you know that I wanted was the main thing was that to be home for my daughter you know to be the mum that my mum was to me so when I left mm. in the morning she was there when I came back in the in the afternoon she was there that's what I wanted for her yeah. and I've got that but on the plus side of it it's also now given me time freedom so where you speak to most people that oh, I'm really busy, I haven't got the time to talk. You're like, okay, but you know you need, you know you need, you need peace in your life. Yeah. You need some calm, you know. Um, and that's what I've got. And obviously, you know, the pandemic has just, you know, shown us that we can find solace in certain things, even if we kind of are locked up in our house for a little while. But yes, part of it was um, last year at the beginning of Ramadan. Um, I think through lockdown and certain things that were going on in my life and in my daughter's life, I kind of felt like in, um, I'd call it a state of depression, but I haven't been diagnosed with it. But you know when you're going a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, of course. Um, that, was, that was me. I knew the classic signs that I was looking out for. And, and I think for me, because I'm very much, um, well, you know what I'm like, I'm very loud, very open, very honest. <laughs> um, I, and obviously we all felt that to a certain degree of, of the lockdown sort of thing that came with it. And I just needed to be with people, you know. It wasn't enough just doing Zoom calls and FaceTimes. I'm yeah. with people. Um, and I think for my own health, I started, um, I don't know how, but again, you put things out there and, you know, the universe, Allah always finds a way for you. And for me, he put me in a food bank. So I ended up volunteering uh, for a large food bank, beautiful food bank, plate for you, I'll suffer in Wood Street, Wolfenstow. So mm -hmm. I started off there only with the intention of earning some extra good deeds during Ramadan, if I'm honest with you. Um, I had no idea that like nine months later, I'd still be there, you know, and wow. um, if I just say at the moment, I actually haven't volunteered since I think the second week of December when I had COVID. So okay, because yeah. I'm not up to 100% health. So mm. I haven't got gone back yet. Well, that's understandable. You know, you've got to look after yourself as well before you can look after the other, others. Oh, absolutely. But I tell you what, the friendships that we formed there the amount that the way that we all came together to serve and, it, and this is what it was about it wasn't about you it wasn't about this and it wasn't about that it was we all come together with one mission and that's to serve our community and when you see what people give how they give their time how they give you know charitable donations it is absolutely incredible and it is so overwhelming just to see people rock up you know, I had one lady, um, just so people, I don't know if anyone knows, you've got London and then you've got Croydon and we're in East London. One lady drove from Croydon on a hot summer's day during the summer just to give us some donations of food. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And it was just like, you know what? She really didn't have to. She could have just sent us money. But yeah. the, the, the thing that of going shopping, doing the shopping and driving it and, deliver, you know, it's a whole, you know, it's a whole process. So I think that in all sense, I mean, 
whilst we were volunteering, a lot of the times, I mean, every day, you know, um, they would turn around and say, our, our guests, you know, our friends that would come and see us, they'd always be like, you know, we're so grateful for you. And we're like, nah, we're grateful for you because you yeah. know what? Although I gave time, I took a lot back mentally, you know, physically, mentally from that. It's just such a, I'd honestly say if anybody gets the chance to volunteer in whatever way or form, definitely do it because it's an absolutely incredible feeling, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of volunteering, as you probably know, in my time as well. So I've, from exactly the same places, Ramadan, feeling a bit down, feeling a bit, what am I going to do? What can I do? Because obviously, if people that are watching this that are not part of the Muslim faith might not understand that it's actually obligatory and it's something for us as Muslims that we do our acts of charity, different types of acts of charity as well. So that's why you see a lot of Muslims giving food and volunteering and stuff like that as well now. So I've, again, I've worked on a soup kitchen project in Reading. So I worked with Sadako in Reading. I've also helped out with, um, at the local mosque I've also helped out we used to um send food and we used to actually volunteer inside Calais one of the refugee camps mm -hmm. so we, another a lady called Safini she might be watching tonight we used to go and deliver food to her like big pots of biryani so I would say to anybody as well definitely if you get the chance to volunteer just go it can even be like you said buying some shopping and taking it to someone or taking it to a, you know, the food bank, just doing something, or there can, there's so many different types of charity, you don't always have to buy food, there's so many different things you can do, you can help people with social media, you can help with phone lines, you can help with admin, there's so many different tasks that some charities have, so if you feel, because I know some people don't want to be face-to-face, -face, or they're a bit, you know, introverts, and they're not, whatever, me and you are like, hey, we're just not up anywhere, but I know not everybody's like that, so many different things you can do behind the scenes as well to help out some local charities and stuff so I would definitely say to anybody but like you said as well I think people that we give to we they are we owe them more than they owe us we they are I mean I owe my whole life to anyone that I've ever helped in charity my whole life I owe it to them and you know it's just the way it is and it's just it's just helping humanity really just helping each other yeah. so yeah you know, I was there, what, three days a week. And, um, you know, people don't really understand what goes on in a food bank. You know, yeah. you, you know, I, I honestly, I had no idea. I just, I don't even know how I thought things would just happen. But there were weeks where, you know, I think I was there for about 40 hours a week. Yeah. I was full on, full time volunteering. Because I think for me, you see, when you go, you see that they need help and, you want to give, you know, when you go there, I'd, I'd never went with the intention of, oh, the session is 11 till 2, for example, or 11 till 1. Yeah. I never went with that mindset. It was, what time do you want me? What time the deliveries are coming? So I go then because there's a whole, you know, there's a whole system that, you know, you have to do. Um, it's not just, you know, food arrives by magic and then the door opens and closes. No, there's a whole load of work that goes with it. And yeah. it's absolutely, it's just been incredible. Absolutely incredible. Oh, that sounds absolutely amazing. So what are your plans at the moment? What are your plans for the future? Well, I want to go back to volunteering. Looks like Ramadan's, you know, around the corner. So um, inshallah, you know, God willing that I am in good health and that able to go back um, because I know my daughter's also helped out as well, but obviously not when we've been open. She's been helping out behind the scenes. Yeah, she's come to collect me. So it's kind of like a family thing and, and Jason got involved as well. So 
next steps is is hopefully to to pick it up again i might not be able to go back as as you know full time as yeah as before um but certainly do something you know i think in whatever way or form i, I do want to serve you know to our community so that oh that sounds amazing so what are you doing business wise so business wise um i work with a company called ts life so we do weight loss products and cbd skincare so I retail that and also uh, build a team and support the team to do the same. Ultimately, it's whatever. Every, everyone's got their own goals and dreams. Nobody's. Yeah. So it's working with them, their individuality to find out what they want and help them achieve it. Um, and then obviously there's a little bit of the volunteering when that comes back again. Um, but I also am a brand ambassador for a tea shop in Brook Lane, London called London Tea Exchange. So, oh, my God. I'm so excited about it. So I've seen a few. I've seen a few posts and photos and I was like oh my god that looks absolutely amazing what's going on here like what are they doing where is this place I definitely have got to have to go down there over lockdown oh, honestly you know I'd say to everyone you've got to pop down for a cup of tea a normal cup of tea is about I think four pounds I think it's four pounds but if you want I mean they do fine tea I can um, yes you can go up to a cup of tea and if you want a cup of coffee the most expensive one is cat's poop, and that goes into the thousands. <laughs> what? What's it? Poop. Is it? I've got the. I could Google it and have a look. I can't remember what it's called. Cat's, it's cat's poop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cat lovers <laughs> everywhere. Not your cat lovers unite. It's not your domestic cat poop. It's like it's it's the best coffee there is. It's the top notch coffee. And also, um, very recently, we've just launched into Harrods now. So you can actually find London Tea Exchange goodies on the Harrods website as well. So. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So tell us more about the tea then. What What's the perfect brew? What have you got? You know what? There's, I'm, I'm actually, uh, when I started there, um, I was actually asked to go on a call. So I'm actually, oh, I haven't got my certificate. Where is it? Ah, oh, it's not here. I'm actually also part of one of the first uh, women to be uh, going for a course for tea mastery. So it's like, you know, like, um, I can put it, I can kind of say it's like cigar, you know, like wine, fine wine tasting and yeah. cigar smoking, whatever you do with those. It's, yeah, yeah. it's that sort of caliber. Wow, like tea tasting. Training involved in it. So I'm tea familiar. Yes, I'm still <laughs> learning about the tea. There's a lot to learn about tea, you know. Um, yeah, I know there is. I know, I know. My one of my family cousins, she's into a lot of tea, and one of my other cousins, she lives not far. She's got like a wine bar cafe, but they do like blooming teas and all different. And I'm a mass. I love tea. Like when I go abroad as well, especially I'm like I have my mint teas. Even now, I have fresh mint in my tea. I have different types of tea. Um, I have herbal things. Sometimes I'll put black seed oil in as well, depending on how I'm feeling. So I'm a, I'm a massive tea fan as well. And I loved, I would love to learn more about it. But I'm definitely going to have to come down. You're going to have to actually just come on oh, and give yeah. us a demonstration. Yeah, as soon as they're open, come down. Bring baby with you. We'll go and have a nice Yeah, you'll have to come and tell us about the different types of tea and stuff you've got as well. So. Oh, yeah, I'm still learning. I've got a whole like notebook dedicated to like the, the actual just introduction to tea. <laughs> so I know. Obviously, we're coming up on lockdown now. What have you got so, there? So this one is all the tea bags that you can buy there. I mean, obviously, most of the stuff comes in loose tea, but the bad tea, they're all hand-stitched tea bags. Um, so yeah. today I'm drinking a royal tea. This is a royal yellow tea. 
Oh, it's cutting out a little bit. This it's a great. royal yellow tea. Oh, royal yellow tea. Royal, oh, royal. Royal, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> very fitting for the, um, a lot of the um, stuff that's going around on social media in the, in the media at the moment. So, yeah, check, check Shaheen's royal tea out. We need to definitely <laughs> have to have, have a go with that one. Um, but, yeah, um, <clears throat> I just had a question come in as well. Like, um, somebody said to me, what's the top three things that we'd say to somebody when they're starting out on their business? Go all in. Yeah. Do a little bit hard. of research. Don't do too much research. Do a little bit of research. You don't want to come, you don't want to, when someone asks you a question, you want to be able to know something, but you don't have to know everything. So do a little bit of research. Go all in and just put everything out. Just put it all out. Just, you know, when I started network marketing, um, I had no idea about public speaking. You know, those were the people that stood on big stages as far as I knew. I didn't even know it's called public speaking. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I found myself just uh, just under two years ago speaking on stage to 1,500 people. So, you, you know, the power of just going all in is, is massive. So I would just say, just go all in. Just put everything out there. Work whatever hours you have to work to achieve whatever goals that you have. Yeah. I know another one I think is a good one is done is better than perfect. When I heard that one, it's kind of life changing because when we first start out, we're like, oh, do we need a website? Do we need this? What do we need? I need a brand. I need a logo. I need to look good. I need to spend. No, do not spend any money on fa fancy branding. Do some money making activities first. So just get it done. Like, for example, now this podcast, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to just let it out here now, guys. I've been wanting to do this since the summer but I've kind of got in my own way and I'm not the kind of person to get in their own way normally, but you know, everybody, everybody has their own battles. But the reason why is because I was letting the tech, I was letting the tech, I was let, I was letting the tech get in the way. So I was worried about editing and I was, I was in some groups and it was, you know, it kind of seemed really overwhelming of what was going on. So then I was like, right, I'm just going to get it done. I'm just going to come on. I'm going to come on now with you. I'm going to get some of my friends together. So people I know and just, I've got so many different types of friends, so many different interesting stories, and I'm just going to get on there and do it. So now here we are, and I've done it. If I would have carried on worrying about the tech and video editing and lighting and cameras, and because you could just go down the rabbit hole, and that it, that applies to any business. Like if you're going to start any type of business, you can end up going down a rabbit hole, and I think they call it shiny object syndrome when you're chasing this and chasing that, but it's better off just to go back to basics and get it done. Would you agree with that? <laughs> 100%, 100 I mean, I've got to, I've got to say, and put my hands up to say, I was very much guilty of what you were saying. Yeah, so I think we all are. Was, um, let me just do this training <clears throat> and I'll know more and then I'll be better placed to do what I need yeah. to do this. Let me learn this app and then I'll be able to do this. Yeah. You know what, none of that actually matters. You learn as you do. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's the biggest takeaway. You learn as you do. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start, right? Oh, I know, I know. And, um, yeah, so what? also another thing I've noticed in the media this week, there's been a lot of um, be kind stuff going around. Yes, well. I shared so, something in my Facebook group. Um, did you? Yeah, earlier on. So, yes, what, I, what another thing that I... So I um I own uh, London's largest female um, Muslim Facebook group. Yes, you do. London. So um, I'm admin and founder of that. So I literally just shared a quote that I actually stole of somebody else, and I actually did. <laughs> I love this stealing it, by the way. <laughs> and um, I put it in there, and it was just literally that something like you know Megan 
might not see your nasty comments, but the thing is your friends are and they will never yeah. come to you when they need help. And that really, really hit home for me because even going back to last year, the, the state of mind that I was, I've got so many friends, so many acquaintances, you know, I've got thousands of following across social media, but I never went to any, I kind of kept it to myself thinking, yeah. you know, oh. I, um, if I just prod along, I'll be okay. And then as obviously the days and the weeks go on, you're like, no, I'm not okay because I'm still the same, if not worse. So definitely I would just say, you know, one thing again that I learned through volunteering is you can't judge anyone. You cannot judge oh, no. You have no idea what people are going through. And I think, again, you know, that interview with Megan and Harry just kind of proved it, you know. You think they're living a happy, bubbly life, and in actual fact, no, they're not. So, um, I know, yeah, I think a lot of things. Social media and using somebody else's social media posts as your benchmark for your life. It's very easy to do. We all do it. Everyone does it. There's a, there's a reason why the female coaching business is booming billions because we're, we're just our own worst enemies and we have to be our biggest, you know, supporter, to be honest, of our own self because yeah. it's so the putting yourself out there on social media is one thing. And obviously that is a battle for a lot of people in itself, but I'm so guilty with it as well. I look at other people and think, I want to be like them. I want to do what they're doing. But you don't know what they're doing behind closed doors. And I, sometimes people say to me, oh, you're so organised. I'm, I'm the most unorganised person. <laughs> I know. If I could flip the camera, I, you'd have a look. say to me, oh, you're so organised. You do this. You do. I'm like, no, sometimes I'm actually not the most organised. So it just shows that, you know, sometimes what you see um, online is not true. And, uh, again, with this obviously with what's going on in the media as well at the moment there's been this has been going on for a year there's been a series of different things that the tabloids have been attacking certain people and I think we need to just kind of we we've got the power not to follow that and there's we've got the power not to get in spats and just be like you know what someone else has got their own battle we don't know what they're doing you know they might they might even be you know pretending just to keep a face up because when you're depressed and stuff as well, sometimes you can do that. You can just put your guard up and put, your, put you know, just put it up and be like, okay, so, but yeah, I, that's another thing, like putting yourself out there. Because social media is everything at the moment. We can get, like I said, the rabbit hole. We can get totally lost down the rabbit hole. Mm. Like just totally lost. And it's sometimes you just have to kind of step back and give yourself a check and go, right, this is my time. This is my boundary. This is my business time. But on the same token, I absolutely love Facebook. Facebook's amazing. Like for both of us, Facebook is just, we've built our whole businesses on Facebook. And okay. it's been absolutely amazing. So I've had really positive, I would never have met you, would have met half the people that I hadn't about social media. So we just have to kind of hold, I think, hold on to hold on to the positives as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I joined Facebook to stay in touch with my old school friends and college friends. That was, I mean, for me, you know, if anyone joined back then, that is what you joined Facebook for. I mean, you had yeah. no idea people ran businesses for it, and they probably didn't back then. Yeah. But you started anyway. Um, but it's knowing that there is information out there or there's people that can help you, yeah. you know, whether you have a, a business or whether you're looking to go into a business to tap into it, into Facebook for free. So I'm literally, from January of this year, I've started to make a bit more of a presence on Instagram um, because I understand that the power of Instagram is absolutely huge and I have totally not tapped into that at all. So I've literally just built my business me. for free. <laughs> um, 
so I'm about to hit Instagram. So yeah, let's see. How are you finding that? Because I've been like, yeah. I know how it works. Yeah. I know what I need to do. Yeah. I know how it works. We both know how it works. Both content creators. We both understand what it works. So I go on to Facebook. I go on to Instagram. So one of my businesses, my VIP card Birmingham. So I'm a territory manager for my, the, my VIP card franchise. And, um, I've got an Instagram to run for the MyVIP um, franchise. So I've been like, right, I've got to go and do it. I know what to do with grids. I know how to create stuff from Canva. I know how to do it all. But it's just, I just find Instagram, I just can't connect with it. I think once I get that connection, I think I'm just going to fly off and I'll get You know that. what it is? I think you might be a little bit like me, where you've just got cosy with Facebook yeah. because you kind of know it inside yeah. out. And then you go onto Instagram and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just another world. What do I do now? You know, how yeah. do I build my following? What do I even have to do? And obviously, like, again, for you, you know, you and I have both had the training on, on Instagram. We know what to do. It's just the fact that we've not been doing it because we <laughs> yeah. don't need to, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. But now I'm getting into it. So over, I think, three months, I think I've built a following of, I think I'm about to 616. I started Oh, that's really good. Well done. Seven. Yeah. in January so I've built it up quite a bit um but if you don't know what you're doing I mean you could just have you can have like there was um I was on Clubhouse once and I was in a room with another you know there's quite a few people on there and one of them came up and said from the audience and she put a raise her hand because that's what you do on Clubhouse and she asked a question and she was like I've got 30,000 followers but I make no money from it so it's also, it's not you, you know, uh, we tend to look at the big followers and the, you know, the influencers. And yes, to a, to a certain degree, a lot of them are making money. But equally, there are people that are not making money on it. So yeah. it's about finding out what you actually have to do in order to, um, to monetize. Yeah. Monetize it. I mean, one of the girls um, who I work with, she literally did one post on TikTok and she I think she made sales of about 140 pounds. Um, That's amazing. Through one video on TikTok, I was like, whoa, okay, I need to get on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> Have I made anything on TikTok yet? No. Is that going to stop me? No. I see right. it's fun. It's something that me and my daughter do together because I drive her bonkers because she knows it totally. And I'm like, right, let's just do a video with this. And you can do the editing and, and the, putting the, the, the captions and everything. She's like, oh, God, here we go again, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to get paid for this? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I know it can be. So I think it can be really fun as well. You know, selling on social media is yeah, fun. It's it, it is amazing if you know how to do it, and you sh like I said, you set your boundaries, yeah. schedule, 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 everything in. <laughs> yeah. So you put it all in, and it, once you know what you're doing, like I said, you you just be patient. The patience is another thing. It can be absolutely amazing. It's loads of fun. You meet so many nice people as well. Oh, and like you said, you build your business on there. Yeah, I mean, every day I just meet loads of people on Facebook and Instagram now, um, and it's just amazing. And, and, and you know, and to come from like you know, I've got I've got girls on my team who again never saw Facebook other than somewhere where just to communicate with family, and now they're mm. making an income from it. So all of that, obviously, within our business, we coach and train people on there. And that's in the weight loss business, so we teach you how to advertise. We we've shortcutted everything so everything that was so overwhelming that would have been years ago we've now got a system mm. place where people just come in and they do the system and they come through and they know exactly what they're doing and they're continuously supported and i think that is a major thing is support in business yeah. um it's a huge huge thing so where i was ill last last year i didn't work much 
um, because I wasn't up to working, you know. Um, I'm very much a, an out there person, <laughs> as you know. I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> and I never had any of that. And, you know, and, and this is the thing, going back to when you're in that state, you know, some people say, oh, just snap out of it. Well, you can't snap out of it. No, I know you can't. Like, it's a process. And even though... Like I, you know, I have at home, I've always got stocks of energy products. It it didn't occur to me to take it. I stopped taking it because I just had this thing in my mind that it wouldn't work. And obviously when you put that in your mind, obviously it's not going to work. So I just, yeah. there's no point trying it. Um, so, you know, when you're down in, in the dumps, I think the most important thing is, is just to have just a handful or even just one person that you can turn to. Um, for that support I think that's really 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 important and especially now as women in business just to kind of you know lift each other up you know if someone's doing something wrong show them the right way don't diss them cuss them whatever by the way I'm from Hackney East London that's what I'm <laughs> but cuss is <laughs> teach them the right way ask them if they're open to be coaching and teach them the right way you know don't don't talk bad about people in business. Everybody's trying to earn a living for themselves. So help them, you know. You're not going to get paid from it, but you know what? It's a good deed. So That's why I started my group because yeah. obviously I was in travel and I went for a really bad period last year. But the reason why I started the group is because I was reaching out to coaches and different people. I was kind of looking for a different income stream. What can I do? And I actually had really, really bad experiences with people that I've reached out to um, of, you know, trying to manipulate me to sell me stuff, and which is really unfortunate. It is, It, it does happen, unfortunately. It is an elephant in the room. We have to speak about it. I know everybody wants to always say about, but, you know, it was, you know, big ticket coaching programs and things like that. And, you know, I was quite vulnerable at the time and I would have probably ended up spending, you know, you can just go on and go, you think you can throw a bit of money at it and it's going to make you feel better or it's going to give you the ultimate business and you're going to make loads of money and all that sort of stuff. But that's not quite true. It's really hard work. It's really hard work having your own business. But with support, it's, you know, you can do a thousand times better. That's why I started the group and that's why I do what I do because some people have groups and they don't let people post and it's all about them and upselling and stuff like that. So my group, I just, I have days where literally every other day, there's a different type of promotion you can do. But it's more about trying to connect, create that connection because creating a connection with somebody is so much better than just trying to sell somebody something or, you know, trying to get them in their DMs and stuff like that. But creating that connection is absolutely amazing. Like with you, for example, we've been... Like, I wouldn't have known you, and I've probably met other people through you, and you've probably met other people through me, or I've said, oh, yeah, I know Shaheen, go and see Shaheen, or, you know, people are looking for opportunities and things like that, and we've helped each other out, and that's because we have support, and I think my group's, everyone always says to me that it's a really welcoming place, and they feel comfortable there, and there's really not really any bitching, shall we say, excuse me, <laughs> it's five days long, <laughs> but there isn't anything, you do get a lot of places on the internet like that, so yeah. it is nice to have these safe spaces, and like you said, have these safe people as well that you can speak to, yeah. like, I've probably spoken to people online, there's some people that I've met online that I've never met in life, real life, that probably know more about me than people that have met me in real life do, I speak to them more than I speak to my yeah. sister or my mum and my friends, because they're online every day and they see me and we speak and we have banter, because you know me, we all, me and you both like a bit of banter and we're on playing with gifts and all that stuff on our posts, and 
I speak to those people a lot more. So, you know, keep creating those connections are amazing. Like I put on my profile on Sunday, I got, um, I did a podcast and I did some Facebook training for a course creators community, but the, um, the guy Jono, Jono P, he's actually based in Australia and he was fitness, fitness instructor of the year for 2020 in the whole of Australia. He won a big award and stuff. So he's absolutely an amazing guy. We did a podcast at start of November. I got a message last week from someone thanking me for it to say, do you know what? It's really helped me. It's helped me with my confidence, which wasn't what I meant to do. You really made me think about using my Facebook profile differently. And I really like really nice message. If it's on my profile, go and have a look at it. And I was absolutely just stunned. And I love it when I get a message like that because it just shows you the stuff that you're doing, you know, six months ago, one year ago, two years ago. It, it, everything you do, it sets a foundation and it's not going to come in a week. It's not going to come in a day. It, that just doesn't happen. It's hard work. You have to really put it in. And I think a lot of people after two months, after three months are like, oh, I've not made no money. I've not done this. I've not done that because they might have gone about it wrong or they just need to you know, they haven't got a big network yeah. and they, you know, they need to kind of make those friends and get those skills and get those confidences and stuff. I mean, nobody comes into, I didn't come into business with a huge network. I built yeah. that over time. Yeah. And, you know, especially with, you know, network marketing, it's such a low, <clears throat> especially for UK, US is slightly different, but for the UK, it's such a low investment and yeah. people treat it as a low investment, you know? And if you treat it like that, then that's what you're going to get, really. But you should really treat it like you're buying yourself a McDonald's franchise. You remortgage your, your two homes and yeah. you've <laughs> your car and you've sold all the clothes on you. And that's how it should be treated because of what it can give you, you know. Um, yeah. And again, with that, the one thing that I would say, aside from obviously having the time freedom, is the personal development i mean without that honestly i would i would there would be no way i would even be able to hit that live button you know that you yeah. know everybody remembers the first time they hit that live button i was sweating in places i didn't even know i could sweat <laughs> i know i totally agree i honestly i i i think like i said one of the first groups i came across was mums in business was nib yeah. and I remember seeing there was no network, there was no network groups in my area. So I was like, and there was there, I think it was Vicky I spoke to. She was like, why don't you, would you like, I think she said, would you like to think about starting your own group? And I was like, what? And I'd not long started wearing hijab then. So my hijab's come off today, the baby's pulled it off. <laughs> so, um, see, and I'm not someone, I was really self-conscious about it. I was like, they're never going to want a woman in a hijab in their business. Like, they're never going to want someone like me. And I just thought, shall I wear it? Shan't I wear it? And I wore it. And I spoke to Vicky. And she was like, yeah, great. And then she goes on. And then she come back and sent me a message. And I'm like, yeah. And I, to me, that was massive. Because I'd come from a really high-paid corporate role in telecoms, working in London, working consultancy, to leaving and having six years off with the kids and then having no confidence trying to get back in the door again with two three kids is absolutely ridiculous when you try to go back into a corporate role with two three kids it's just not going to happen you can't leave at five o'clock if there's a major incident or they've got a war they're going to open a war room because something's happened and then all the guys are gone in there and you're like oh i've got to go and pick my kids up it's just not going to happen do you know what i mean there's so many but there's so you know i think maybe it might have changed now over covid but at the time that's how, that's how it was and me coming in to 
business and meeting people like yourself like I said yourself I was like oh my god I'm so inspired by her she's done so well she's left her job she's left the corporate world I was looking to go back into it that's how I found her and then I thought you know what? I'm going to start my own business stuff this I'm gonna, this it was an opportunity for me so having you know like Leona having that backup from people like you from people like Leona like Vicky and everyone in the groups and people that I've met online has been absolutely amazing for me and for my personal development and getting coaching as well so me having coaching people have got all coaches of this but until you understand the actual value of having the coaching because when you're in a full-time job you've got HR you've got employment law you've got mentoring you've got supervisors you've got managers you've got everybody when you're in your own business and you're at home and you're on your mum and you've got cooking cleaning everything else to do as well and your husband's at work I'm quite lucky my husband's really really supportive you know alhamdulillah he really is but some you know if not everybody's got that some people are single mums you know everyone's got their own situations and when you haven't got that backup or that person to speak to because your family and friends don't understand they just don't you know, you haven't got that person to sound off to or you haven't got that person to look to say, look, I need training, I need help. Can you help me here? So coaching and stuff really helped me as well. That really helped me. No, immensely. I mean, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today if I yeah. didn't coach, you know. So um, it's just incredible. They're incredible to have. Um, but you've got to pick the right one. As, as you said, anyone, the, the, the world yeah. is full of coaches. Um, and you've got to pick the one that you know that you can work with because it's pointless having someone to speak to if you can't understand them. Yeah. You've got to be on the same path, the same level, yeah. you understand the language. Um, so those things are really, really important. But yeah, I mean, in network marketing, hello, you join a business for pennies and you actually get one of those for free. So it's actually incredible to be in a business that's like that, you know, it's a unique business model. But yeah. I've got loads of friends that are in network marketing in all different, 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 yeah. Um, franchises different types of roles different types of products and it's been life-changing for quite a lot of them I've got friends that are teachers that are doing massively well I've got friends that are in, and you know, they just didn't expect to do that so I think a lot of people expect like I said for mums as well it's not just about coming in and making loads of money you actually develop as a person and I think a lot that's why a lot of I see a lot of um I see a lot of network marketers coming out and becoming coaches and you know, managers and content creators and all different, because they grow as people just through coming through those opportunities. Like, I think that's kind of myself as well. I did that. I did, you know, I really, really kind of developed myself coming through. I tried network marketing. I've tried different things to see what works for me. And, um, yeah, so I think it's really amazing. I think it's really life-changing for some people. I know it's got a bit, some people say it's got a bit of a bad rep in, in, you know, online and stuff. But when you actually look at it and you know the people and you see the changes, it's, amazing for some people it's got a bad reputation because if i'm honest with you people just think they can come in make a quick buck you know yeah i mean with a low investment and then in two months time they're multi-millionaires and it's just not like that it's not that it's not possible <laughs> of course it is you no, can have eight figures in a month if you want to but you've got to put the time in and people don't give it the time that it deserves yeah um, and even if they didn't do anything for you know or didn't do much for a while all of a sudden they when they grasp it and they go with it they are the winners it's it's just about you know being consistent and persistent that's all it is that's what it comes down to well thanks so much Shaheen that's been absolutely amazing oh. thank you so much for joining me I thought oh, I was a baby here is crying Woo! 
<laughs> mum in business, this is what happens when you're a mum in business and you're on a podcast and your baby starts crying. So don't worry about it. I've got a bath to go and fill up in a minute. I promise before my next meeting I'll fill up a bath with my little one because she did sports today. Oh. So. <laughs> but it's been absolutely amazing to have you on. You guys go and check out Shahi. She's really open. She's really friendly. Go and check her out as well. And um, if you've got any questions for us, let us know. Make sure you share this as well. And um, thank you so much for joining us. I see there's Farida and there's Tammy and I can see Alia on there as well. So thanks a lot, you guys, and I'll speak to you later. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for the bye. Nice and you keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome. See you soon. Chat to you later. Bye.